Welcome to Clean Up on Aisle Fun, the podcast about reviewing grocery stores that nobody asked for. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of, uh, oh, oh, I forgot what I called it for a second there. Clean Up on Aisle Fun. That's, that's the name I landed on. Boy, you, I don't, maybe I won't edit that out. That You just witnessed a real-life brain fart. Anyway, this is a podcast where I uh, review grocery stores, sometimes with a guest, sometimes solo. Uh, this is another solo episode, and as we can already see, uh, it may be less of a review of a grocery store and more of a documentation of a young man's descent into madness. Um, I uh, thank you for listening. If you've made it this far, um, that's uh, that's great. I don't. I I I've I, I've recorded a few of these, and I don't have any idea whether or not people are going to like them or not. But I've enjoyed making them so far. So, what else? What else can you do? Uh, today, uh, I'm going to be tackling a grocery store that I had in mind when I first thought of this. So I, I have to admit I am coming in with a little bit of a, a bias, a positive bias that is. Uh, I am going to be reviewing the Food Bazaar in Bushwick on Wyckoff, uh, and I guess it's at the corner of Wyckoff and Putnam, or at least that's I, I walk down Putnam to get there. Uh, so this is a uh, this is a fantastic grocery store. I've uh, I shop there regularly. It's in my neighborhood. Uh, if you want to. Uh, stalk me that there's a, a geographical marker for you to start with and uh, I I shopped there but n- never paid super super close attention which I did this time because um, I did the, the psychotic thing of just going and walking around the store and not buying anything and, and I could tell some people were, were looking at me strange because I just kept taking pictures of things that I liked <laughs> And writing notes in an iPhone, I had no cart. Uh, I was just, I, and I was just on my own. Um, but where, I mean, where to start? Actually, here's a great place to start. So right off the bat, an excellent, excellent feature that this grocery store has is on the outside, on the on the street. If you enter on um, on Wyckoff Avenue, on the side of the building of the food bazaar there's this gigantic beautiful mural uh that i had passed by and sort of just seen as part of the scenery uh but today on my visit i decided to actually stop and look at it and it's fantastic and it's this beautiful uh mural that has this uh sort of little description on the side of it um it's uh Part of this uh, this project called uh, Guided Gateways, uh, which is a, a partnership with this organization called Groundswell, which is a like art community um, activism uh, organization from from what I uh, from what I can gather, and I have the description of the project here uh, that I'm just going to read through real quick because I think it's really cool. So uh, according to the website, uh, so we have uh, young female artists working in partnership with Groundswell and Food Bazaar Supermarket created Guided Gateways, a monumental mural designed to spark dialogue about reproductive health in Bushwick. 
the public artwork presents a new perspective on supporting young women's growth and development through self-love and affirmative decisions. Teen artists, participants in Groundswell's Voices Heard Visionaries Leadership Development Program hope to extend the conversation about positive reproductive health to the care networks of local young women. The mural was created through an intensive research, design, and fabrication process, which began in spring 2014 during an after-school research session and continued through Groundswell's flagship Summer Leadership Institute. The mural is rich in allegorical symbolism related to fertility and reproduction. The dominant central image is a pair of goddess-like figures. Connected to one another in warrior pose, the elder figure guides the younger safely through the gateway of womanhood. Inspired by the collaborative dynamism of the project team, the figures remind viewers of our shared responsibility to mentor and support young women within our own communities. Uh, wow, that's what a cool thing. What an uh, awesome uh, use of, uh, of uh, space. I mean, there's this huge side of the building that's this, it's, it's a, it, the artwork is beautiful and uh, definitely catches the eye. And I, I believe that entire description is sort of um, written out on. Uh, like to the side of the mural and so uh, you know you, you, with some perspective you take a second look and it, it's I mean such an awesome thing to sort of inspire in the community and uh, I it, a great first impression as far as I'm concerned uh, so right off the bat you're feeling great going into this place because you're like okay they they, they at least have some sense of like uh, like social uh, cultural issues and you know want to be a positive influence on that um and then the the next thing that is i think a cool feature of this grocery store again before you even we haven't even entered we haven't even entered the building yet but this food bazaar has a huge parking lot which is rare that is a rarity in new york city for any any grocery store and um so there's a so there's a parking lot that was not super full at the time that I was there, but uh, plenty of plenty of places to park, and I think I think as a result of that, I, I from what I gather just in my observations, having shopped there before and tonight, it seems like a lot of family shop here. Um, I would see a lot of people with you know with with their kids or with you know uh, other other people that they were shopping with. And carts piled high with uh, like uh, like either f enough food to feed a lot of people or enough food to uh, feed like a family for like uh, like a week or two. Like you, you know, trying to limit the number of trips to make, and it, you can do that because you can bring your car and load her up right there in the parking lot. So that I think is pretty cool. Um, and then another feature. Before we've even again, before we haven't entered the store yet, they have outside, sort of underneath an awning, just a wall of snacks, um, very some some paper towels and stuff. But they they just have this huge display of stuff outside, uh, that you know some some things that you could just uh, start loading your cart with. Something about that is charming to me. I don't know what. I don't know why. I'm not sure. Uh, so, so you enter. You enter the store. You can grab a card out in the parking lot. Uh, I noticed immediately to the right, they um, 
they have like a seasonal display area. I remember during uh, like the 4th of July, they had cookout supplies, like a little mini grill, hot dog buns and such. Right now, it's time for Halloween, everybody. So they had uh, what I wrote down in my notes as an admirable Halloween display. Um, there was some cardboard cutouts and stuff. A lot of it was uh, M&Ms themed. And, and for this, they really leaned heavily on uh, the yellow M&M. Or I should say the pink... You know, they call it the, they call them the red M&M and the yellow M&M. And that is accurate. They, one is red, one is yellow. But also the yellow one's a peanut M&M. Do, uh, do, you, do you refer to the yellow M&M as the yellow M&M or the peanut M&M? Um, uh, tweet. Tweet your response to, uh, um, oh, uh, I think J.K. Simmons does the voice of of him. Tweet what you call it to him. Don't give any context. And um, and call me and tell me if you have my phone number. Um, if you don't have my phone number, try and get it. And when I when I answer, just say yellow or peanut and then hang up. Don't say anything else. Um, but anyway, he was, uh, why is J.K. JK Simmons, nobody knows that J.K. Simmons does it. I don't understand why they couldn't just give that to somebody else. Somebody, somebody who's not already famous and successful. Billy West, I believe, does the, um, does the red M&M, or at least he did in those classic, uh, he does exist Christmas commercials. And he's very successful, but, you know, uh, voiceover stuff that's like his that's his bag he's like the king of that uh or at least in my lifetime look him up folks if you, if you don't know who billy west is look him up i believe he has a podcast check that check that out i don't know i haven't li- i haven't listened to it um but among so they had they they had the candy for halloween they had um you little pla- plastic buckets like little orange orange buckets uh made to look like a a, a jack a jack-o-lantern a uh, jack of the lantern, but amidst the Halloween, they had some panettone. Is it panettone or panettone? Like that sort of fruitcake stuff. Hmm. I should look that up. I wouldn't want to misrepresent panettone. Yeah, maybe I will. Uh, but either way, Christmas was starting to to creep in, and I've spoken about this before. I mean, I love I love Christmas, but I I love I love autumn. I love the things when they happen. Uh, we should be able to enjoy them uh, without without Chris without the Christmas creep. Hashtag Christmas creep um, at Santa Claus. I'm not sure whoever has the Santa Claus handle say stop the Christmas creep. Uh, so Halloween display immediately to the right, but then you proceed into the produce section. This is a big produce section, I gotta say. And they have a lot of, they have a lot of stuff. It was looking pretty fresh, uh, gotta say. Um, it was also a very appropriate temperature. It was, it was nice and cool. Sometimes people, when they're in a grocery store, they say, oh, it's so cold in here. Do you want to be shopping in a warm, tepid grocery store? Do you want it to be? Do you want it to be seventy? De- do you want your milk sitting in a cooler where the outside temperature is seventy degrees? That's not good. That's not good for. It's not good for anything. 
Um, that's, uh, there is, is uh, what is known as the danger zone as far as food storage is um, for where bacteria can, can thrive. And you want to try to avoid that. So when it's a little chilly in the grocery store, you know that they're doing a good job. And it was a very appropriate temperature in this produce section. Wide, wide variety of things. Um, you had all kinds of greens, vegetables, seasonal and not, uh, plenty of fruit. They had a wide selection of dried fruits and um, packaged nuts, uh, which, is, which is great. Always love to see that. Uh, one, the last time I was there, I was, I think I wanted to get Brussels sprouts, but I could, I couldn't find them. And for some reason I was convinced that they just must not carry Brussels sprouts. And then I looked today and, and I found them and I was, uh, I heaved a sigh of relief because that seems like a bit of a blind spot, especially in the last couple of years when Brussels sprouts being as trendy as they are. Those used to be the grossest vegetable you could ever imagine. If you would have told me I don't know, 15, how old am I now? Uh, yeah, let's say 15 years ago that I would I would love a roasted Brussels sprout. I would have punched you in the stomach and then started to cry uh, at how disappointing that information would be. And that's, I guess, there's a lot, I mean, there's a lot of things about my diet or life that if you told me then what it is now, I'd be very upset. I remember when I was a child, the first time I tried dark chocolate, and it wasn't even like good dark chocolate. It was Hershey's dark chocolate. I felt so betrayed. I thought, this is this is candy. Candy's supposed to be sweet and good. This is bitter uh, and terrible. And um, I'm I'm a kid. This isn't candy's for kids. This isn't for kids. This isn't candy. Uh, I was, and I didn't eat it for years. And now, love dark chocolate. Um, I, the first time I tried a LaCroix when I was uh, a youngster, back when it was uh, like a newfangled thing, I freaked out. I was like, this, this comes in a can like soda. It looks like it could be soda. It tastes like a memory of soda. What is this? And I love LaCroix now, love sparkling. I love a sparkling beverage with no sugar or taste. Just a little something to stimulate um, uh, my tongue and throat with carbonation. That sounds dirty. Uh, any, oh God, what was I talking about? Brussels sprouts, yes, <laughs> Brussels sprouts. Good to know. Um, you can buy them in bulk. Now, the produce section is next to uh, the seafood. And I never really gone into the seafood section much. And I was I was floored. It was fantastic. Uh, Food Bazaar is not fucking around with its seafood. They had piles upon piles of like, salmon and uh, like fresh shrimp. They had live blue crab and uh, lobsters in the tank, which I remember used to be a regular thing at grocery stores when I was a kid. You don't see too many these days, um, probably because people don't like to be reminded that it's an alive thing that you're eating. 
And if you're not cool with that, I understand. But I don't know. Something about it seemed like real classy and old school. That like, oh, here's this wriggling blue crab. And these were beautiful animals. These blue crabs were very blue. They were like blue and orange. And um, they were a real treat to look at. And I um, I watched this woman sort of wrestle with one and, and um, put it into a plastic bag. And I was like, this is a little messed up. But... Uh, I mean, it is it is what it is. And then they had these piles and piles of fresh fish. So many different kinds of fish. They had these huge catfish. It was like two ninety nine a pound. Great price. Uh, and I went back there, and it, in its smell, it smelled like fish, not in a bad way, but like it smelled like you, it's like there was water on the floor that was leading. It was a concrete floor leading to a drain. I was like, this this feels legit. So I was very impressed. Uh, with the seafood. So moved out of seafood back into produce. Next, you go into uh, what is really a crown jewel of this entire store. In the next room, they have uh, meat and uh, dairy. But instead of everything being in, a, in individual coolers or things along the side... It's just in this entire huge room, and the room itself is really, really cold. Uh, I was I uh, was wearing a short sleeve button down shirt, and I was pretty chilly within a minute or two. But they have meat of all different kinds and qualities. You can get some bargain price stuff. You can get some organic things. Um. And very specific meat things too. I saw they had three, uh, like three and a third pounds of chicken gizzards for $6.63, which seems like a great deal to me. I don't traffic in chicken gizzards too much, so I don't know what a good price for a chicken gizzard is. That seemed pretty reasonable. Um, and then in this case over to the left, they had beef sweet, they had sweetbreads, which I believe are, ooh. Sweetbreads is like, uh, is that brains? Is that beef brains or organs from the face? They had pizzle, and that is um, that is a bull's penis. And this was a sizable package of several bull's penises. Um, I would, if given the opportunity, I would I would try it. I think there's mo- most foods I would try at almost any time. I remember we were supposed to be going to this. I think it was a Chinese restaurant um, for a birthday, uh, and we were. Th- I looked ahead and on the menu they had um, pizzle prepared. It, it's it's a delicacy in 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 a number of cultures. It's supposed to provide a virility or something like that. And I was just like, I I wonder. I just really wonder what that tastes like. It uh it didn't. Lo- I'll admit it didn't look great. It didn't look very. It didn't look very appetizing. And it didn't really look like what you'd think it would look like. Uh, oh, it's you, I'm I'm picturing it in my mind's eye right now, and it's 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 a bit upsetting to think about. But if you have a good recipe for um for pizzle, email me. Um, so so there's pl- shelves and shelves of of meats of all of all different stripes, and again, this, they also have the dairy in there, so. Whole wild milk and a bunch of eggs all over the place. Not all over the place. They were organized in a normal section. 
uh, there was your Pillsbury uh, cookie dough and rolls and, you know, can of grains and stuff like that. Cheeses. Uh, as far the one knock I would have against their whole meat operation there is they they do have like a butcher counter where you can get cuts of steaks or whatever. No deli counter though. Like if I wanted to get if I wanted to get some like lunch meat, like some shaved turkey or something like that, they have it like the prepackaged stuff. But um, you know it's it's great to be able to purchase that from from a person from a human being. Um, but honestly, just given the sheer scope of, of this, uh, this carnivore's paradise, I think I might have to let that slide. So when you emerge from the carnivore's paradise, you, uh, enter, I guess, like the main area of the store. And on your on your right is a uh, a cooling case for like yogurt and stuff. So not, I guess not the entirety of the dairy section is not in the uh, in like the meat locker area. A, a portion of it is, and the rest of it's um, along this long wall that has all of these uh, uh, you know your your usual your usual yogurts and and milks and almond milks and stuff. And I have to say they have. A recurring theme in this store is they have a wide selection of pretty much everything. Like, you have a plethora of options. And so, I start walking down the aisles, which are on my left. First aisle is uh, condiments and something that they call the Wall of Savings. And savings indeed, everybody. They have these massive bags of, of rice. They have these... Um, they have a... Uh, all these different kinds of like Goya beans and various canned goods that are arranged, stacked up along the wall, impossibly high. It's like, it's a work of art to behold, to be perfectly honest. Um, and so you have different rices and grains and, you know, beans and canned vegetables and stuff. And I mean, so much, so many different condiments, such a variety of ketchups and barbecue sauces and relishes and mustards of uh, all, all, all varieties. Uh, plenty of things to choose from. I, again, I didn't get anything, so, you know. But if you're looking to save, check out the Wall of Savings. Um, so yeah, zillions of condiments, zillions of basically everything. I think the next aisle was was juice, and they had all these different kinds of, you know, uh, fruit juices and Gatorades and, uh, I don't know, just everything, things, thing like brands that I've heard of, like Ocean Spray, but flavors that I've never heard of, like uh, pumice. I don't. That's not real, but I, I didn't write down a specific, and that was the first thing that came. That's a that's a that's a rock that you use to, to exfoliate. It sounds pumice sounds like a like a fruit though, doesn't it? If you didn't know what pumice was, and they told you it was like, oh, this is like it's like a large, it's like a large stone fruit from uh, South America. You'd say, yeah, it sounds about right. So that was the juice aisle. <laughs> next, uh, next was cereal. Wide variety of cereal, and I noticed 
they would have like your regular cereals and then up like on the top top of the the shelf they would have uh like these bulk size boxes so if you needed like honey nut cheerios for a year you could grab a ladder i guess i don't i'm i'm assuming that if you need to get something from up there you could find one of the the store employees and ask for some sort of assistance but yeah if you're there's a there's a great combo of uh like day-to-day sizes and bulk sizes of all of your favorite dry goods at uh at food bazaar and this was great they also had tea and honey on this aisle there is i at this at this point at this point i stopped writing notes and started taking pictures of things because things were really oh let's see okay i've pulled up in my pictures first off i forgot to mention this when i was talking about seafood but in the seafood uh, section, there is um, uh, like a little homemade sign. Well, I guess they printed it off at work or something. It says, American Heart Association recommends consuming fish at least twice a week. And they have two graphics. There's like a friend, there's like a friendly looking fish and then another friendly looking fish, but he is giving you the thumbs up. And uh, I thought it was pretty delightful to look at this little guy. Uh, while I was shopping. It didn't seem like branded. It was just like they, someone, I got the sense that somebody just looked up some clip art of like a happy fish. It, do, it, it there, is not, there is nothing on this sign that has a, an American Heart Association logo or any sort of a medical disclaimer. Um, this has the charm of someone in the office just quickly made uh, something on Microsoft Word but I found, uh, yeah, I found it. I found it very charming, especially this dude giving you the thumbs up. I should get that tattooed on my bicep. Um, I'll post. I'll post photos of all of this. But in the cereal aisle, so many different kinds of honey. I'm looking at this thing. They've got your your. First off, they've got the bear, the little bear bottles, and I don't know who decided to start shaping a bottle of honey like a bear but it's um that was a real master stroke as far as packaging i don't uh, i don't know what the industry award for like packaging design is but uh whoever whoever designed the the honey bear thing is uh, a true legend um and we should try to we should find out uh, I should try to find out who that is. I'll, I keep, you know what, I should start taking notes of these things because I keep saying shit that I don't, uh, I'm like, we're, I'm like, oh, I wonder about this and I don't know. And I can look it up and I should. And I should follow up with you guys in the next episode, uh, with everybody in the next episode. So uh, anyway, they have your basic little honey bears, but they also have bottles of like organic honey. What is this? San- Sandy's. Clover honey, wildflower honey, uh, golden blossom brand honey. And there's so many, and then the bigger bulk bottles at the, at the at, towards the bottom. Raw honey. Oh man, um, I don't mind a little honey in 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 my tea. Um, I like to sometimes I I'll make a little. It's like a like two tablespoons of apple cider vinegar, a tablespoon of honey, and some hot water. It's a great way to get some ACV in your life if you're uh, looking to do so. Nice and tasty. Drink it before bed.
Okay, so I took a second to calm myself down and, you know, uh, wave, a, wave a, fa a fan in my face to uh, shake myself out of my, my honey-induced fervor and moved on to uh, the next aisle. Now, uh, this is uh, up, up there with, like, the, the carnivore's paradise. I would say perhaps uh, one of the other crown jewels of Food Bazaar is their wide and vast selection of uh, regional cuisines, uh, like ingredient, various ingredients and uh, uh, types of food. Uh, I'll, po I'll post, um, I'll post a photo of this. But next aisle, aisle four. Up at the top, they had a sign listing everything, like the different categories for the aisle. So it said, uh, uh, "What did it say here? Let me take a look." It said Goya. La Fe slash Iberia slash Lacina, candles, West Indian, Dominican, Japanese, Chinese, and Korean. In one aisle. And these were like, there were thorough, these are long aisles. There, there was thorough attention paid to all of these. Uh, so many different like kinds of food that I, um, I don't see at other grocery stores in America, like some of the stuff I I haven't seen anywhere else. I took photos of some of my th things that intrigued me the most. There's one here, something from House Foods. It's a Vermont curry. So it's like a curry sauce with a touch of apple and honey, which I think sounds pretty cool uh, and kind of delicious. I would never think to combine uh, those flavors. It's uh, And it's sitting uh, on a shelf above some hibiscus tea or something. They have Hello Kitty soy sauce. Um, there all these different kinds of, of sauces, fish sauces, um, uh, various snacks. Like you got your Pocky, but you've also got, I mean, all these different kinds of like cookies and like uh, uh, roasted green peas and all this stuff. I mean, it was it was really it's really cool to see all of these different kinds of food. Um, represented in in such a, a plentiful way in um, in in one of these stores, they had what is this uh, uh, a guava milk chocolate bar of some sort. They had a whole section. Uh, I mentioned candles. These are like like those like devotional candles that you see. It was it was really it was I was I was so impressed. And so that was that was one aisle. The next aisle over, you have Mexican Central American tacos. Emusa, kitchen supplies, Ecuadorian, South American, and then organic and gluten free. So, um, like whole other a whole other set of uh, of like regional and culturally specific things. Uh, a great variety. Uh, again, they they did have some kitchen supplies on here, which was great. I they had some really great pots and pans, very handsome mortar and pestle sets, cheese graters. Uh, I mean, this is great stuff. What is that? What did I take a picture of here? Uh, oh, uh, they had like like six different kinds of yerba mate. I mean, come on. Where the hell else are you going to find this kind of variety? Um, at least around here. Um, all these bagged, I mean, all these great spices. Uh, they uh, like sweet basil and uh, different kinds of cumin some different uh, types of like pep 
like pepper to grind, but then they also had like dried peppers. I mean, so many different kinds of varieties. There's uh, different different chilies, uh, different. Yeah, I mean, these are all these are all chiles. It's great. Next aisle over, even more cookwares. They had stuff that I didn't even know existed, like a uh, a microwave rice cooker. This is so impressive. Um, they have uh, a a little microwave cooker specifically for ramen, um, which is amazing. Uh, yeah, so this this I believe was the next aisle over, which was even more housewares and cookwares and stuff like that. Pots and pans, cutting boards, uh, frying pans. You can get, now this is what I would consider another crown jewel of Food Bazaar, and it's very specific, but you can buy a goddamn cast iron skillet at this grocery store, and I think that's cool as hell. And I have, I, I need I need a cast iron. I haven't bought one here yet because they're not incredibly cheap, um, but, and I need a, I need a place to store it. Um, but I mean, damn, and they have different sizes of cast iron. It's not just like the one, the one big kind. Oh my God. The rest of the aisles had, I mean, there was, there was some that, uh, I I may have missed a few obvious things like, uh, bottled water or something like that, but I don't think I need to tell you about bottled water. Um, but next was the frozen foods aisle. So many different kinds of frozen, like, uh, like meals and vegetables. But uh, they brought their A game for ice cream. I have never seen such a selection of ice cream in a grocery store, and I love ice cream so so very much. And they had the whole they had the whole gambit. If you wanted to buy like a drum of cookie, like cheap cookies and cream stuff, you could get that. You can get some of the premium stuff. Van Leeuwen was on sale for $6.99. Usually it costs a million dollars. I didn't get any, and honestly, I'm regretting it because I would like some ice cream right now. Um, they had so many, like, the uh, aisles in this store are approximately a quarter mile long. And I want to say three-fourths of the of the of this one side of the frozen foods aisle was just ice cream and frozen desserts. They had Oreo churros, and I got a headache just thinking. I got a sugar headache just thinking about them. They looked so good. Um, yeah, so frozen, frozen, was, frozen foods were great. Next aisle over was like paper towels, housewares, and stuff. They, uh, they had the fancy dog food in a loaf, and it looked appetizing. One of these days, I mean, shoot, we get enough subscribers. I'll try that dang dog food. If you if you pressure me, I'll I'll buy a loaf of the bougie dog food. I'll check and make sure that it's safe uh, for human consumption. I'll try a little bit of it. <laughs> Why not? I don't. Uh, who cares? Um, that would that would and that would be a great thing to do on something that is an auditory medium is for me to try something that would probably come across in a visual medium uh, better. Uh, whew. I mean, at this at this point at this point in my journey, I am euphoric. I'm thinking, how can this store get any better? And it kind it kind of plateaus off a little bit here. I mean, the next the, the remaining aisles are like paper towels, dish soap, and detergent, um, bread, 
uh, chips, crackers, cookies. Uh, they they were lacking in like a, like a bakery where, you know, you might be able to pick up like a cake or something like that, or or talk to somebody about some uh, some dinner rolls. Uh, so I guess that is another strike. But again, it's like it's like with the meat the meat department. There was so many other things. I, th- I feel like the the pluses perhaps more than make up for the minuses in the situation. Uh, so the checkout lines weren't incredibly long, and this was during a busy time. Um, again, a lot of people buying a lot of a lot of food. So if you're not doing that, they do have express lanes, which is good. On the other side of uh, the checkout, though, was where they had um, certain like shampoos and household products, um, and but you could also buy like a crock pot and a humidifier uh, and like uh, like pee pads for your dog. So it's great that they have those things. Bit of it's tough as far as uh, you know shopping wise to grab them when they are on the other side of the checkout but you know what who gives a shit at that point you you got a uh cart so full of you know jicama root and uh you know rice and uh you know a couple gallons of milk some jicama <laughs> what uh all kinds of treat pocky you've got you, you your various um uh, imported treats. Uh, who cares if you can't easily access the humidifier that you want to get um, for your dog? And that way, so that's ba- and that's basically it. Uh, so the the service with the cashiers is always pretty friendly as well. That's a that's a that's a definite plus for them in my experience. Ah, uh, wow. So uh, a real a real a real whirlwind of 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 a store, you know. And I, in my analysis of of um, a food bazaar, I believe they have other locations, and I should check those out to compare versus the one that I go to. But it seems like it seems like they're doing what they set out to do. They have a, a huge variety of products uh, at very good prices. You can get great. You, you get a lot of bang for your buck. You you have um, you balance that with some some truly specialty items, things that you would be hard-pressed to find elsewhere in grocery stores. Um, there are things there that I have, I have not seen anywhere else in America in that store specifically. And that might be my limited experience, I realize, um, uh, for sure, 100%. But it gets the job done. It does, it does what it's supposed to do, and I think it does it really well. i got to be honest. I'm giving this an A+. Sure, there was some drawbacks with the lack of a bakery and uh, the lack of a deli counter, but I gotta say, the parking lot, the cast iron skillets, the uh, international presence—I, uh, I truly, looking at the, the the variety of things, and I don't know, thinking about how if I if I had grown up somewhere other than America. And I was, you know, maybe I maybe I grew up in Japan, and there were, you know, Japanese snacks that I uh, that I grew up eating, and then I moved to America for, you know, whatever it was, and I was able to find if I, I maybe w- you know missed that particular snack, 
And then I walked into this place and found it, how happy that would make me. And thinking about how cool that must be for other people and how cool it is for someone like me to have the opportunity to try that stuff. Uh, I got a little emotional thinking about it in the store and I, I, I teared up just a little. Did not, did not shed one. I wish I would have. I would love to be able to talk to you today and say that I cried <laughs> at the grocery store um, for no reason. It, it, I, 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 but I can't oversell it. Anyway, so A plus to Food Bazaar. Congratulations. And oh, oh goodness gracious, before I forget, uh, one of the best things about this place, uh, and I, can't, I shudder to think that I almost forgot this, uh, I was shopping there, ooh, let's see, probably about three or four months ago. And at the checkout, I was given a, a small box from the, the cashier. And she says, uh, celebrating our anniversary. It's a gift. And uh, I brought it home and I opened it up. And they, it was a, it's a coffee mug. It says, uh, 30, celebrating 30 years. It has a big 30 on it, the Food Bazaar Supermarket logo. So they were just giving these out to customers. And I gotta say, this has become my favorite coffee mug. It is, uh, it's it's a white mug. The handle is um, of such a size that I can, uh, I I can get the appropriate number of fingers to to hold it. I get so I'm holding it right now. I have my thumb perched at the top for stability. The pinky is outside of the handle. Uh, supporting from the bottom and then the um index middle and ring finger are, are snug as a bug right there in in the handle for i can wave this thing around and uh not spill a drop and it's just it's it, volume wise i uh, holds a great amount of coffee uh or tea or whatever beverage that you would like to put in there uh sometimes wine if you're feeling classy uh, so, great mug, definite boon to Food Bazaar. Well, that's all for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. I hope that wasn't too interminable. I don't think I had as many tangents as I did in the first Trader Joe's one, and that might be a good thing. I feel like I got down to business a little bit more. But anyway, a few quick thank yous. You may have noticed some improvements to the podcast uh, aesthetically and otherwise. So uh, thank you to Mickey O'Toole for recording a little theme song. Thanks to Sarah Masterson for designing the new uh, cover art for the podcast and to Logan Lukacs for drawing my face for doing the artwork uh, for that um for that new cover so uh also check out his podcast homework with friends uh, hosted by him and, and my other buddy dalton lee uh so thanks again for listening everybody please subscribe rate review etc have a lovely day happy shopping